1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. The low rider is a little higher. If you've been paying attention, you know that we've been reading your My First Car stories all week long. And even if you're just kind of paying attention, you've found out that there are some great stories out there for that. And you've shared them with us. It's time for round four of those stories. If Brian reads your letter like he's done all week long, you go into the running for the grand prize. It's over $1,300 in prizes. It includes a $500 Steinhoffel's gift card, $500 gift card to Nye's Hardware, and movie passes for a year to Marcus Theaters. You can send your story in at 1029thehog.com. Rather listen to these than watch the Olympics. <laughs> By far. <laughs> By absolute far. Well, this first one is quick but bizarre. My first car was a 1973 AMC Gremlin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Howdy, That my dad had customized to look like a 1978 Trans Am. Oh what? <laughs> Painted black and gold with a big, yes! big eagle on the yes! hood. Drag racing tires on the rear. Oh, oh, I wish they'd have sent a picture so with great. that one. Coolest first car ever. Yeah. Okay. Seriously. That is that is pretty great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a... Oh, it's a gremlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see a gremlin every now and then. There's a, a few club around yeah. here, I think. That... Oh, I think if you go to Kenosha, you'd still see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think they're still around. You're right. In the summer, I bet if you go to Kenosha, you'd see a few gremlins. My first car was a 1985 Mercury Topaz. A stylish gray with the maroon roof fabric hanging down low enough to touch the top of your head. There's not much to look at, but good enough for a 16-year-old. The starter had significant wear, which required trips under the car with a hammer every third or fourth start to whack it back into Mm -hmm. working order. But but this guy wasn't in his tux when he was doing it. No. Sure, with a violin or whatever he played. (laughs) (laughs) This problem shows up in in a few... In, I never knew this. In this the is stack. Yeah, I yeah. learned this. For a time, the engine would fail if your foot came off the gas even slightly. Throwing it into park and revving the engine always provided a level of anxiety and varying success at intersections. Sure. <laughs> this all came to a head when my 1985 Mercury Topaz stalled, leaving a busy parking lot, drifting into both lanes of traffic and oh. refusing to start again. Miraculously, my 1985 Mercury Topaz somehow lasted until my sophomore year of college until the transmission finally crapped out. As I was in need of a vehicle immediately, the only option on short notice was a powder blue 1992 Mercury Topaz. Oh, <laughs> That smelled of stale cigarettes. I guess I was destined to have a type. <laughs> wonder what the problems were with the Greg. new Topaz. I don't know. My first car was a 1987 Dodge Shadow Turbo. When I went to look at it, the woman I met with told me it was her daughter's car, and if I wanted to buy it, I'd have to talk to her. After looking at a few other cars, I made an offer for the Shadow, which the young woman accepted. When I went to pick up the vehicle, I found the owner was quite attractive. Mm. Oh, Mm. chicks and cars, yeah, yeah. Is, Is a car the chick sells you attractive? To the chick, when you just start driving it around, and oh, what she sit out and say, "Oh, nice car." 
Mm. Not likely. I don't think I that, that was she's an selling it. dynamic. Yeah. Just because he finds her attractive doesn't mean she finds anything about him attractive. She's just Agreed. selling a car. Right. I ended up asking her out, and we went out a few times, resulting Whoa. in casual sexual experiences. Oh, hey. As for the car, I'm sorry to say that in spite of the turbo not working and electrical short and taillights, brakes that wore down to the metal, uh, a collapsing headliner, AC that didn't work, and a blown radiator, it still performed better and lasted longer than I did on those few dates. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> still the best car <laughs> buying experience I've had. Yeah, you don't get... A little heavy pedal. Anyway. We haven't Make it a, out. Uh, we haven't had one like this yet. I grew up in Racine, a 1985 Horlick graduate. I was much luckier than my friends when it came to my first car. Uh, when I received, uh, I'm sorry, when I reached driving age, my parents let me use their 1981 Mercury Zephyr, which was a four-cylinder and very underpowered. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had a friend with a Zephyr. Yeah. I used this car throughout high school and later when I returned home on weekends from college in Whitewater. Finally, after years of driving that car, my parents sat me down on a Sunday afternoon and sold me the car for $1 <laughs> after having driven it. Awesome. It was now mine. I picked up my college friend and headed back to Whitewater on a Sunday night. Coming out of Waterford at, and at full speed, a deer decided to jump out and, uh, of the cornfield and take us on. We weren't hurt. However, the car was totaled about two hours after buying it. Had to call Dad and Racine, have him pick us up and take us to Whitewater. That's when he got his one and only speeding ticket in East Troy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I just bought that Zephyr uh. for a dollar. <laughs> Still sucks. Your car's wrecked. Yeah. I was 15, and Granny Nancy was giving me a screaming good deal of uh, 500 bucks on her old 88 baby blue Buick LeSabre. Mm -hmm. At this time, Granny was a chain smoker. Once I watched her take down two packs of smokes at a family Christmas while only using the lighter to get the first one going. Great. <laughs> so the LeSabre had quite the aroma and a few burn holes. Granny knew this, and her solution was to buy a 20-pack of pine tree air fresheners and hide every single one in the car. Uh -huh. The first year of ownership, any time the temp hit 20, all the windows were down because of the pine tree smell. <laughs> I found pine trees until the day I sold it. <laughs> Granny tried. Mom and Dad had a catering business, so my first car was a 1968 Ford Econoline van. Wow. Army green with a big turkey painted on each side. Cool. <laughs> Easy to find in the student parking lot. Right, if somebody moves it. Inline six-cylinder with three on the tree manual transmission. Absolutely no creature comforts, not even a radio. It also had that food smell. There was no passenger seat, so my best friend and co-pilot <laughs> sat on a small wooden chair we stole from one of our school's kindergarten classrooms. I'm getting, I'm getting Theo Vaughn right now. If I accelerated too fast, co-pilot and chair would end Step up in over. the back of the yeah, van. Yeah. There was a curtain between the cargo area and the front to keep what little heat there was up front. <laughs> Friends used to give me gas money to drive them around so they could make out with their girlfriends in the back. Yeah, behind yeah. the curtain. 
So he's just a traveling bed. Love it. There were uh, no side or back windows, which provided uh, mm -hmm. plenty of blind spots. That combined with the new driver meant there were many near misses. We nicknamed it the death van as we were sure it would be where we would meet our fate. Looking back, it may explain why I never had a date until after high school. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting in that van. The no way. on the side. I wonder how realistic the turkey looked. Was it a cartoony turkey, or did they try and make it look like a Like a Thanksgiving turkey? dinner yeah. turkey, right? Yeah. yeah. Just wonder. Yeah. Sure. It's not going to make a difference as far as picking up chicks, you know. But Maybe it was, well, maybe it was an already cooked turkey. Sure. So I mean, trying I to make know. it look delicious. Right. Uh, this, is, uh, this is an odd one. After graduating high school in 2007, my grandparents gifted me their 91 Chevy Lumina. This was a much more practical gift as opposed to the crockpot I was destined to receive for Christmas a few months later. This guy has written it already. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> do you remember that story? Mm -hmm. I do. That's why. Uh, wow. This guy, they gave a crockpot. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that for a while. On the way to get uh, the car, my dad informed me that uh, Grandpa had something to show and uh, tell me about. It was a stick, which Grandpa had used uh, Velcro to secure it to the dashboard. Grandpa's going to talk like he engineered a world-changing device. Please just play along, said Dad. Sure enough, Grandpa took me into the garage and explained the stick. It could be used for all sorts of things, such as locking and unlocking the passenger doors from the driver's seat. Oh, sure. He really it. was proud of the stick. After sitting through the orientation and demonstration, I could handle the stick. Ooh. Grandpa gave me the keys. Dad drove the Lumina home, and I drove his car behind him. While cruising down I-43, I witnessed something fly out of the Lumina. Uh-huh. <laughs> We stopped at a gas station. I asked my dad what the heck uh, went out the window. Turns out he didn't much appreciate the stick my grandpa crafted for years. Grandpa would ask how the stick was. I died inside a little bit each time I told him it worked great. Yeah. yeah. Lying to grandpa. Right. Thanks, every dad. Time. The Can't the stick uh, just stay there? Let me show you. Here, you try it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems too long to read the uh, radio, yeah, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, look, it's look designed. What you can do here. It's oh, it's yeah, designed sure. for stuff further away than the radio, Jimmy. <laughs> Dipstick. As the youngest child in the family with an older brother, one naturally tries to emulate their big brother, especially when he has a cool car. My brother drove a 1984 Buick Regal, and I loved it. It looked cool. It was loud, and I was determined to get one when I could get my license. Unfortunately, the best I could do was a 1991 Buick Regal. I don't know if there's a body style change in there or not. It seems like there would be. And it was exceptionally lame. Yeah, they turned into wind tunnel cars. Mm. But I still adored it. It went through roughly six alternators in the three years I owned it. Wow. <laughs> Leaving me stranded many times. Six? You know. Wow. Wow. The odometer so would uh, shift between not working... Going backwards and going forwards really, really fast. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was fun. going on in there? Right, yeah. so it's either going backwards or stopped. Or <laughs> <laughs> the glove box wouldn't latch shut, which led me to wedging it shut with a McDonald's fries container. 
Like Grandpa's stick. Yeah. yeah, the driver's door handle would stop working frequently, and I had the uh, distressing habit of running into things with it, both mm. animate and inanimate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dude. It got filled with green vomit by a drunk exchange student from New Zealand and in an ill-advised attempt to curry favor with the cool kids in high school. Oh, boy. I would let people use my car to, uh, as a place to have a cigarette during school hours, which led them to etching Todd Eats Poop <laughs> in the plastic back of the front seats. I, I That's still, how they showed their appreciation. I still miss that car. Thanks a lot. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Oh, no, that's it's pretty much. tame, isn't it, Todd? Poop. You're going to go to all that work? I would have done something else. That's kind of a long, winding story. Uh, let's see. My first car was a 1972 Ford Pinto hatchback. Yeah. I was 15 and a half years old and got home from school one day and he was sitting in the driveway. 15 and a half? Get a, before you get your license, learn to drive it, take a driver's test in it. I was informed that I owed Sue, a family friend, Sue, $1 as that was the minimum amount you could put on the title for transfer. I ran outside to check out the yellow beauty and hopped in. Within seconds, I was dry heaving from the ungodly smell of summer sun heated vomit. Oh. After opening the doors and hatch and getting a bucket of half water and half bleach. Half bleach. I would have. <laughs> all I could think about was her two snot-nosed kids that were always sick while I scrubbed the entire inside of the car. For the effort, I recovered a total of 68 cents, so almost broke even there. The next day uh, was time for a test drive. It's uh, 1987, and I live in, on country roads. I cruised around pretending like everything was great. At night, I went back uh, to check on my awesome ticket to freedom. It was then I had to admit to myself the smell was actually worse. Worse. Uh, the next day, I threw my bike into the hatchback and drove straight to the junkyard with my head out the window. <laughs> Good old Ron gave me 50 bucks for the car. I pedaled home in... In grand mood, breathing fresh air and being rich with $50. Oh, I like that.